Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Luke chapter 24, verses 36 through 49. This is Jesus appearing to his disciples after he appeared to Cleopas and whoever was with Cleopas on the road to Emmaus in the text we covered previously. We've got just one more devotion in the book of Luke before we turn our attention to the book of John. It's been a tremendous journey through this book, one of my favorites. Let's jump into this second to last section, verse 36. As they were talking about these things, by the way, that means as the disciples are talking about these things that the two on the road to Emmaus came back and reported to them. As they were talking about these things, Jesus himself stood among them and said to them, Peace to you. But they were startled and frightened and thought they saw a spirit. And he said to them, Why are you troubled? And why do doubts arise in your hearts? See my hands and my feet, that it is I myself? Touch me and see. For a spirit does not have flesh and bones as you see that I have. And when he had said this, he showed them his hands and his feet. And while they still disbelieved for joy and were marveling, he said to them, Have you anything here to eat? And they gave him a piece of broiled fish, and he took it and ate before them. So it's very interesting that Luke includes this paragraph and these details. You remember he's writing for Theophilus to give him an orderly account that provides him with reasons to believe the things that he has heard about Jesus. And of course, this includes the resurrection, the bodily resurrection of Jesus. In the previous text about Jesus talking to the two on the road to Emmaus, I alluded to this idea that something supernatural here seems to be going on with Jesus' physical body. In that previous text, it said after they talked and he broke bread, he vanished. Here, at the top of this passage, it says that Jesus himself stood among them, and he did it in such a way that startled them, that made them think that he was a spirit. It seems to suggest that Jesus just kind of poof, showed up. There's another text in the Gospels that says they're hiding in a in a locked room and Jesus comes after his resurrection and is with them in the room. How did he get in? I don't know. This reminds me of a sermon that I heard way back when I was in college by Chuck Swindoll, I believe is who it was. I was sitting in my apartment, the only one there, listening to this message around Easter time about the resurrection of Christ. And Chuck Swindoll said something to the effect of, you know that the stone didn't have to be rolled away from the tomb so that Jesus could get out of the tomb. He didn't need an opening to get out. Chuck Swindoll, went on to say something like his body could molecularly reconstruct itself on the other side of the stone if the stone had been there. That blew my mind and opened me up to considering options I had never considered before. Make no doubt about it, Luke is going out of his way in this text to help Theophilus and to help his other readers like us understand clearly that Jesus' body was physical. Not only did he resurrect bodily, some people want to suggest that Jesus only resurrected spiritually, But scripture is clear here that it was a bodily resurrection. Not only that, but what he appeared to his disciples with was his physical body, not a spiritual body. And that's exactly what Jesus says right here. Touch me and see. For a spirit does not have flesh and bones as you see that I have. And then if that's not enough, Jesus asks his disciples for some food. They give him some broiled fish and he eats it right in front of them. I have to chuckle at the image in my head. If Jesus was a spirit, what that would look like. He'd stick the fish in his mouth and it would just drop through all the spirit ghosty type stuff 
stuff and hit the floor. That's not what happened. There are a lot of reasons why the bodily resurrection of Jesus, rather than just merely a spiritual resurrection of Jesus, is important. Not the least of which, because the Bible says that's what happened. Therefore, if we're going to handle scripture the way that we should, we need to willingly embrace the idea that Jesus bodily rose. And at the same time, we can acknowledge that we don't fully understand how this resurrected physical body was operating within the physical world itself. Was he passing through walls? Was he poofing into thin air? Was his physical body molecularly reconstructing here and there as Swindoll seemed to suggest? I don't know. That's a question for heaven. Regardless, if we stop and think about it for just a little bit, we can understand why the disciples were, quote, disbelieving for joy and were marveling. That's another way of saying they weren't totally taking in the evidence before them. It's like they were thinking it's too good to be true. This can't be real. We would have been the same way. Let's continue in verse 44. Then he said to them, these are my words that I spoke to you while I was still with you, that everything written about me in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms must be fulfilled. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures and said to them, thus it is written that the Christ should suffer and on the third day rise from the dead and that repentance and forgiveness of sins should be proclaimed in his name to all nations beginning from Jerusalem. In this excerpt, Jesus is doing with his disciples the same thing that he did with the two on the road to Emmaus in the previous passage, explained the Old Testament to them so they understood that he was the culmination of what the Old Testament prophets and law and psalms were pointing to. Theology 101 with Jesus Christ himself as the professor. That would have been awesome. Verse 48, you are witnesses of these things and behold, I am sending you the promise of my father upon you, but stay in the city until you are clothed with power from on high. And as you and I know, that power from on high is going to come in the form of the Holy Spirit beginning in Acts. We'll get to that after the book of John, but but what's cool about that is that Acts is also written by Luke. In fact, some people refer to Luke as first Luke and Acts as second Luke. In that narrative, he'll cover the Acts of the Apostles as the church gets going following Jesus' ascension. And by the way, that ascension is recorded in tomorrow's text. Come back for one more devotion on the book of Luke. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great day. This is The Daily Dose, a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe on Apple, Google, or Spotify podcasts, or download the free Christian Crusaders app and share with a friend. Also, prayerfully consider supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org, where you can find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast airing on stations around the world since 1936, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our 2022 Daily Dose sponsor, The Family Leader. God designed three social institutions, the family, the church, and government. At The Family Leader, they are bringing all three together, honoring God and blessing our neighbors. Learn how and join them at thefamilyleader.com. We also want to highlight another special ministry partner, the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Check out conference videos and schedule of events online at cedarfallsbibleconference.com and mark your calendars for Saturday, July 29th through Saturday, August 5th, 2023 for the 102nd annual Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Thank you for listening and may God richly bless you.